Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Min, and I'm your co-host for today from NDS Property Australia here in Brisbane, and you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides, and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. Today is an exciting day. We have Debbie Kindness back from overseas who came back into Brisbane only three days ago. And uh, I'm here with Erin and Matt and Debbie, the four of us. And I would like to officially welcome Debbie back to Australia. Yay! Thank you so much. It is wonderful to be back. Absolutely over the moon. You've no idea how happy it is to be back in Australia for the first time in three and a half years. How long have you been living in in India for Debbie? Eight years. Wow. In the last few years, you've been working for India's Property Australia for two years, full time. I have. And now you're on your way to transitioning back to Australia. Yes, to live back here permanently. So three weeks now in Australia now to just to sort things out and then hopefully by November or December live back here permanently in Brisbane. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. Mm. That's the plan. So because this is Debbie's first time here, we're going to let her... Um, guide the, the the show, Debbie. What do you have to ask me, Matt and Erin? Okay. Well, today I believe we're going to be talking about the trip that you guys did down to Melbourne last week. We went to the SDA conference in Melbourne. Um, it was a pretty exciting event, and there was a lot of uh, guest speakers on. And I feel like uh, we learnt a lot about the nuances uh, from different industries which are either in the NDIS, in the SDA, or uh, kind of adjacent but uh, kind of where they're working in an adjacent industry that influences the SDA or is influenced by the SDA. Yeah, it was a full-day event, Debbie. Um, it was uh, early morning around 9.30 till 6 o'clock, I guess. It was about... 90 people, 95 people there. How or, many How many speakers? I've, on the uh, document there, Debbie, what's funny? You okay, it looks like there was about uh, two, four, five, six, seven different yeah, speakers yeah. Yeah. during the day. So it's good to come across what people were specialising in fire, emergency, valuations, architecture, uh, lend, lending, lending, research. Uh, the future of SDA. Yep, and, and a fund manager's perspective on the SDA as well. Yep. Yeah, it was good to get d- different perspectives. Great. D- different stakeholders' perspectives of the SDA market, yes. Great. So uh, I guess being a full-day event, you did a bit of networking as well with absolutely certain people. So who did you meet? Oh, we met. There was, there was too many people. There's so many, so many people that we met. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of builders, a lot of support workers, developers, developers, um, sill providers, uh, architects as well. Yeah, architects as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And was there anything else you did apart from just the conference and a bit of networking? Well, the conference was a big, a big thing for us. We went down there for the conference, but we did other things as well outside of that. But, um, you know, I think we're really focused from now on on the expos, the conferences, the events around Australia related to NDIS and SDA because we feel like we need to be out there networking with more professionals and more builders, more developers, more providers out there. Because by us, because we're now an Australia-wide brand now, we, we're out there actively working with investors Australia-wide, um, builders and developers everywhere. And we have investors who are contacting us, contacting us all the time about what to do and how to go about SDA. And uh, the more we get there, the more networked we are, the more relationships we have from a grassroots level with local um, businesses in those areas. It allows us to have a better pulse, a finger on the pulse in those areas with providers and developers and builders and the market itself, yeah. And we're starting to have some more developers coming to us now as I guess a result of getting out there and, and networking and having our name put out there? I think two reasons, Debbie. One is, yes, you're right. Because of the activity we're having with networking, then that's going to happen. But number two, with the interest rate rises that are happening in the market the last few months, that's causing some concern from buyers from entering the SDA market. It's making the developers and builders think twice about producing, getting their products sold, obviously. You know, the apartments, the villas, the houses. Mm-hmm. So they need more help with regards to turning over the stock to get the ball rolling. So the whole goal of this SDA market is to produce SDA compliant houses, mate. Don't you agree? Yep. Yep, absolutely. And do you remember the numbers from that? Uh, don't remember the specific numbers, but what kind of stood out to me the most was uh, how 15% of residents are looking to kind of move to a different SDA property i suppose which is from a brand new from their brand new property which obviously for us indicates that in terms of the design yeah there's significant issues or oversight from a builder perspective on designs that doesn't encapsulate the needs of participants at the level that you want them to so debbie what he means there is these are brand new seas 15 percent turnover they're moving out that is a really interesting statistic Mm. So obviously these are new dwellings that have been constructed over the last 12, 18 months. Mm. Yep. Or a little bit before that. Two, three years, yeah, two years, yeah. Two years, so It's not designed correctly, no. It might be the wrong design, wrong location, wrong inclusions, better product coming out down the road nearby, and they just move. And we kind of discussed that as well. I feel like that came out a lot through the speakers was – you need the right sills, right providers, right location, yeah. right design. Um, that all needs to be kind of in place for it to be a successful investment, yeah. to be a strong investment. What what I remember from that was an analogy is, you know, in, in life, if they say happy wife, happy life, they say. But in the NDIS world, it's happy sill, happy participant. Mm-hmm. So it's important to cater for a dwelling for the needs of this business called the SIL provider who work there with their staff to make them feel comfortable, safe, um, you know, because mental health is a big issue these days. And if you're having, if you're working in this disability environment, you want the staff to be well balanced in their mental health and having the right space, the right offices, the right storage, the right support from a SIL business provider helps them 
you know, maintain their business properly, yeah. So what you're saying is that basically the needs of the participant are obviously of utmost importance, but yes. the need of the carers, the civil organisations, yes. mm. are just as important to consider when designing yeah. the property. Very yeah. interesting. Correct. And you may all remember, recall our last podcast with MHA Design in Sydney, where Tina mentioned that she actually has a office separate to the OA room. Yes, I remember that. And that, ha- that allows the staff to, to separate the concept of a work environment from my OOA restroom. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, following on from what you asked there, Debbie, my what I took out from that um, part of the conference was the fact that there's only been 2,700 new dwellings for SDA built the last three years. In Australia-wide. Australia. Yep. We need twenty to five to 30,000 more. So we're not even there yet. We're, we're barely... Barely scratched the surface. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got here that uh, from what someone said at the conference was in terms of the future of SDA that Victoria has about 6,100 current dwellings, but by 2030 they'll need about 13,900. Mm. So not even not even. We'll go that. through more details of the stats in the coming week or two weeks of the summary of this event. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Matt will go through all that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was good to actually be there to see um, the findings of other fund managers who are there and how they operate, how they do their business in the SDA market, how strict they are with their criteria, um, and also the fact that now we have all these issues with construction costs and lack of labourers and workforce. It's only going to, going to have the um, difference between supply and demand even wider, the gap being wider, because there's no supply coming out, mm-hmm. obviously. But, yeah. Um, other questions, Debbie, that you have of us? Well, yeah, let's move on from the stats. As you said, you're going to do another episode specifically on that. Um, what else? I, I believe you went and visited one of our new homes, one of the Elton builds. Yeah. Yep. When you I, were down I, in Melbourne? I, I, yes, me and Min went over to visit one of the completed, robust Elton homes. Um, it was a very, very good product, to be honest. Um, very clean, um, professional-looking uh yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was four yeah. bed, two bath, two car with a breakout room mm. and a garage fully tiled. That's another breakout room, fully tiled house. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the photos and the videos that Matt took of that. Yep. Had a look at those today and yep. I was very impressed, I must say. Yes. It looked fabulous. So we'll have to get Luba to do the, the video on uh, on Instagram. And we will definitely put so something might, up yeah, on we'll that. We'll probably have that up on Instagram for you guys to see. At some point, I wrote some notes here from one of the speakers in from Victoria. Well, the the valuer, she said, the key value risks were the following seven points: location risk, sewer provider risk, vacancy risk, legislation changes, the resident mix. So the funding changes with different residents in the mix there, and design obsolescence, meaning. The wrong designs or designs that don't, that don't keep up with with change and so forth, you know. So uh, I guess it's and and she said when the, the valuer said sixty seven percent of the SDA market is unsuitable of the current SDA market that has already been completed. Oh, we're talking about all meaning legacy homes and group homes and and the new stuff. So 
six, they'll all be phased out, this, those um, legacy homes. They will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need more and more new builds, obviously, yeah. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, why, why are we going to these conferences? Um, we've also been visiting expos mm-hmm. other events around australia of late yeah. so what's the so i went i went i went me and grace went to the sydney expo only about three four weeks ago i went to another sydney uh, sda networking event as well two weeks ago we went to melbourne last week um on top of that we had gold coast townsville brisbane earlier as well and melbourne i'm going to go to um canberra next two weeks time uh, and then the Expo, Canberra Disability Expo, and then also the Hobart SDA Conference. Tell us about that, Min. Um, we're going to be a gold sponsor for the event. We're going to have all our staff fly down for three or four days at the event, for the one-day event, obviously. And I will be the MC host for the event to all the um, stakeholders there. And this will be our first real you know, contribution to a large event to showcase what we know, what we do to the SDA market. Because I do believe that we are a little bit different from the rest. Um, we're always there. We're active at all the events. Uh, we understand what builders and developers are trying to achieve from a feasibility and, and, and production point of view. We also understand where the investors come from with their mindset and their, their limited understanding and, as well. And that's not through, through no fault of their own. But we also understand the needs of the participants and the providers. So it's it's really our job to really cater for all three parties in one transaction by educating and supporting and hand-holding certain elements of that process at the very start. And acting as a consultant yes. throughout the entire process. And the only way for us to, to better our knowledge and our experience is actually be out there around Australia and meet all these groups and people. And we're now getting more and more developers and builders come to us with asking us for help to move this, finish off the sales of their their unsold stock or launching their product to the market um, or helping providers who we have recently done bring their unbuilt and undeveloped stock to the market for all these investors or builders or developers who are unable to bring to market, we're going to step in with our contacts within the lending and funds management sector to cherry pick the stock in the right areas and produce the right product to bring it to market. Because we need more and more product of SDA product in the marketplace and there's not enough at the moment. As the going by those statistics that yeah. have just come out, yeah. We, so- need, we need to educate more of our peers and our peers are all the people who want to work in SDA to have a good collaboration to deliver this properly. And that's the reason why Erin works so hard to produce these great podcasts with our team here to educate as many of our listeners who are downloading our podcast at the moment to learn more about um, SDA within the NDS. And in the coming few weeks, Debbie, we're going to have more and more investors come onto our podcast that Erin is now slowly booking them in, um, to hear their story. Why are they in the SDA market? What have they learned? What have they achieved? And what are they what are they working towards with their portfolio, for, for their property portfolio in NDIS? Mm-hmm. So we want to hear everyone's story. Everyone who's out there who's a provider or a builder or an investor, contact Erin in our office 
Her details are in the description below in the podcast section. And we want to hear your story as to what you're doing and how you're doing it because it's all relevant. We're all here to work together to deliver more product to this day market. But Matt, what do you, what do you have to say, Matt? Your, your thoughts? Um, well, yeah, I feel it the same way with both the networking component of something like a conference or, or the presenters. It's all kind of us as individuals and as organizations working together to create a better goal for everyone involved. And part of our, I suppose, what we're doing in SDA and NDIS property, we need to better understand all components of, as Min mentioned before, the way SILs work, the way providers work, the way investors are, what the, what the goals are of investors are, um, what the goals of, of participants are, and then also what the goals of builders are and how that works together to create ultimately some, uh, uh, something where everyone derives value from it because that's the end goal. Um, and the better that we can understand that in terms of our organization to deliver a good product and a good experience and a good service to investors and the better that uh, we can at the same time educate individuals who are considering this or do want to be involved in this, the better off everyone will be ultimately. Absolutely. They say that the best way to learn is to teach. And I feel that a large part of our job here and what makes us different is that we teach, we educate everybody what we've learned, what we're learning, and and it comes back around. So, Erin, between now and Christmas, mm-hmm. I believe you've got a lot of... I have a bank, yes. <laughs> I have a bank of, of podcasts lined up. Um, we've kind of got a really big mix of people um we've got some investors yeah we've got investors um we've got um even some um participants who are living in sda housing fantastic um there's one that i just organized today that i'm very excited about um someone's going to be coming on and she has her own podcast about um and I don't know if it's about NDIS specifically, but she talks about disability and she herself is living with disability and there's, yeah, investors, um, listeners, people who listen to the podcast, um, a lot of different businesses. There's, I feel like we're really kind of covering a lot in the next coming months, which is very exciting. Fantastic. Okay. Well, that's a little overview of the trip down to Melbourne, what you guys didn't saw and I'd like else? to uh, invite uh, anyone who's listening who is a business in the NDIS to come along to our to the SDA conference in Melbourne uh, in, 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 in Hobart, in Hobart. Sorry. and when's that on November the 16th uh, Wednesday in Hobart it'll be on the website www.sdaconferences.com and it's a company, uh, Corp. NDI- Jazz Corp. Jazz Corp, yeah. Mm, NDIS Link. So, yeah, look, um, if you're an investor or developer or builder or a provider, come along and, and, and meet a hundred or so other um, people who are who have a inter- vested interest in the SDA market to learn more about what we're all doing and how we're doing it and how we can benefit each other. If you're an architect or a provider or a participant, Maybe, I don't know. Um, definitely investors who are most people on our, on our following. Please come along and see who's the who in this big crowd. Here. Come and meet us. Mm. Any final words, Matt? Um, yeah, I mean, if you are 
are involved in this this space and it's some i suppose if you haven't really gone to an uh, sda conference or you haven't been too involved in the industry in terms of talking with other people i would encourage you to come along you'll learn a lot and you'll have great opportunities to talk to people and really understand various aspects of the industry that you might not not be aware of um based on what you're doing so it's a good opportunity for for learning yep sounds good um so as we finalize our show today uh we do ask you Aaron keeps on reminding me to ask our listeners to um please give us a google review uh, at the bottom of the description of the podcast it says um leave us a review on google and we'd love to hear your thoughts on how we are performing for this podcast we're at um almost six thousand downloads now after se- six months now March, it was end of February, so really March till now, which is now five months. Yep. Yeah, five months. 6,000 downloads, about 1,200, 1,300 downloads a month at the moment. So we're doing pretty well. Our goal is to hit 10,000 by the end, by the start of the new, the new year and and hit uh, 2,000 by sometime um, average per month by the middle of next year. So, yeah. So please, any um, any feedback you have, please let Erin know at erin at And we look forward to rolling out a few more podcast shows while Debbie is still in Brisbane here for the next three weeks. Thank you all. Looking forward to it. Thank Thank you, you. man. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.